Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The blockades continue. They're uh, now, as the Prime Minister saying, they have to come down. And again, as we said at the beginning of the program, to many people that sounded like a clue to the police to take action. And... You know, are there are police staging anywhere? We don't know that. There, people are looking, people are watching. We will find out as we uh, go on through the day and through the weekend. But this cannot continue indefinitely. It just cannot. A former British Columbia premier, former attorney general of the province, and former federal minister of health, Ujjal Dosange, tweeted on uh, this this issue. And I always like to speak to Premier Dosange when there are critical mass issues underway in this country and happens more frequently than I would like these days. And uh, I contacted Mr. Dessange earlier today, and he's uh, very kind to join us on the show. And I say that because it's the middle of the night where you are, Premier. Thank you so much for the time. Good to be with you. You tweeted your concern. Um, The Prime Minister calls for rail blockades to come down and is effectively refused by those who erected the blockades. Speak to us about that, please. Where do you think we should be with the situation now? Well, um, first of all, I think that, um, uh, you know, uh, with all due respect, the Prime Minister um, um, was very slow to react to this. Um, And uh, it is um, sad that, um, that in Canada... Uh, even the police forces have outsourced law enforcement to the courts rather than following the criminal code of Canada, which is the law that applies to every inch of Canada, regardless of where you, wherever you are, um, and enforcing law and order uh, without injunctions, which is uh, what they have the right to do and the obligation, in fact, to do under the RCMP Act and under the local police forces uh, legislations right across the country. Uh, they all have the obligation to enforce uh, the law and preserve peace. And um, there's been this uh, practice over the years that has developed that you always uh, go and seek injunctions. Uh, the police forces force uh, the politicians and the governments to go before the courts to seek injunctions, and then they enforce the injunctions, which is like saying we have the law, but we're not sure, so we want to go to the court. The court should tell us whether or not to enforce the law. And that, in fact, weakens uh, the enforcement process of the law. And uh, I think that is a mistake that's made here. And regardless of that, um, the situation today, I read um, a chief's comment that the RCMP is an occupation force, uh, and, and therefore it must leave altogether. I can't recall the exact details. Um, But, you know, those kinds of comments actually go to show that sometimes uh, these kinds of protests aren't simply about justice, um, simply about seeking redress, simply about making a point. Sometimes they are about um, more than that. And I think the government ought to have recognized that and acted. And, you know, you don't act by directing the police. The police decide, local police forces and the RCMP, um, they decide when, how, where, and what law to enforce. 
and they're independent in that. Uh, and and the the for the prime minister to belatedly now say the injunctions must come down, no one need to say that. In, in no one needs to say that in in a country where laws are respected and enforced appropriately. Um, I think the matter has come to this because the local police forces, uh, I don't know whether the police, um, you know, en masse um, feel somewhat more politicized. Uh, it, I mean, that's regrettable because the courts have in the past lamented the fact that that they don't like police or politicians coming to the courts to seek injunctions to enforce the law that already exists on the books in the criminal code and in other places. And I mean, that's a larger point that nobody's made. And I, I, and, I and that is, that's worrisome. Um, you know, please um, don't go seek injunctions um, to prevent an ordinary crime from happening uh, on the streets. They enforce the law and they should have enforced this law to preserve peace and order in the country long before now, and they haven't, and that's regrettable. Premier, how did we get to where we are? Why has this developed? Why is there the sense that there is a political connection, if you will, that police are not independent from government, not independent from the political process? Why have we gotten to this point? Well, I think we've got to that because, um, because you know, when, when I was dealing with uh, Gustafson Lake in British Columbia, um, there were voices uh, within government at that time uh, that didn't want me to take a tough position. Um, my position at that time was that, that, you know, you can't negotiate with people who have guns. You can't negotiate people who are occupying private property uh, in defiance of the law uh, and that the police have to do their job. And that kind of toughness hasn't been shown by this government um, uh, at this time. And that is why, you know, when, when, the, when the police forces sense that there is lacking a political will to enforce the law as it stands, regardless of how just or unjust the issue might be about which you are demonstrating, the justness or the unjustness of the cause about which you're uh, barricading um, access to, you know, pathways and railway tracks and other other uh, things, um, you want, one should be able to expect that the law would be enforced. Um, if if we become choosy about whether or not we're going to enforce the law, um, because. Um, this is a, a, an injustice that has gone on for too long, and perhaps we shouldn't enforce uh, the law at this particular time. Uh, then I think it, the, the process becomes politicized. What we have to say very clearly, and the government, you know, to its credit, Prime Minister Trudeau has been talking about reconciliation and doing more than ever before uh, to make sure that we uh, have redress and justice for all First Nations in the country. Despite that, if you have barricades going up, then there's something wrong. And, and we have gotten to this point because politicians don't recognize that, that without law and order, without peace, uh, there can't be 
a civilized society. There can't be progress. We have a framework. We have the criminal code. We have other laws. That's the framework within which, you know, governments are open to negotiations with the First Nations. And they've been at the tables for a long time, at least in British Columbia, they've been there for a long time, uh, trying to reach treaties. And, and if, and, and if we can't continue that process, and if we, if it comes to barricades and blockades, then there's a problem. Then the law has to be enforced. We've come to that because over time, we have, um, the, the, the political will has diminished to deal with these issues in a way that continues to maintain a civilized society where protests can go on peacefully, uh, where negotiations can go on, where court cases can, can go on, where arguments back and forth can go on in a civilized fashion, in a way uh, where we can change the society for the better. We all recognize that there have been injustices vis-a-vis First Nations, um, but you can't allow barricades and blockades to dictate to anyone how the process should work. Yeah. Premier Dossange, I I wrote an editorial piece, and it ended this way. Canada is a nation of laws that enforce them. Failure to do so does not demonstrate strength and resolve. Rather, it timidly greenlights even more disruptive and harming future behaviors. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. You know, I took that position back in 1995. Um, that was the largest police operation in the history of the country, 400 police officers from all over the country in Gustafson Lake. It happened around the time of the Chipper Wash, uh, and, you know, which was obviously uh, a, a tragic thing uh, at that time. And I worried every night. It went on, the, uh, the blockade went on for almost a month. Uh, we, I worried every night that they, there could be bad incidents. But the fact is, if you're the attorney general and if you're the prime minister of the country, you should you should stay awake night and day to make sure that people's business gets done while negotiations to create a better Canada uh, and discussions to create a better Canada continue as well. You know, one process can't be allowed to stop the other. Premier, it's always great talking to you. Thank you so much uh, for the time. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.